This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Good morning, everybody. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Key and Max with you here this morning. A lot to get into. Good morning, Key. Yo, what up? What up, what up? Zip, 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 zip. Trying to finish the, watching the game in my brain from last night. That game was horrible. Horrible. God. That was, those Thursday games have been pretty good or dramatic until now. Yeah, it was it was good for Miami Dolphin fans, but just overall, that was, I was like, man, they got me rushing home to watch this. <laughs> it was just, it was one of them bad, it was a bad deal. I don't think you can ask Lamar to put on the cape on a short week. On the road, kind of a homecoming, so he's dealing with some distractions. Yeah, There's a lot there, plus you're all banged up. And, remember, and that Miami defense can do their thing. Well, remember, though, two years ago, was it two? What is this, a three? Two, two years ago, his first game as a full-time starter, the year he won the MVP, he opened up in Miami, yeah. and he went nuts on them. Yeah. And, and uh, what did you say, Evan? Yeah, five TD passes. Yeah. And so, you know, I look at it, I just figured the same repeat performance was coming based on the way the Dolphins was playing and whatnot, and then uh, it didn't happen that way. Yeah. Well, it was, a, it was a stunning loss, the way they lost. Like, I, I figured it would be a close game if they wanted to be close. It wasn't, you know. But every, like I said the other day, every single team in the National Football League has one of those. No doubt. At least And one. this was theirs yesterday. Yeah, I think it's fair to say every team's going to win a game they should lose, lose a game they should win. Yeah. You know, they, it kind of bounces. Like they, they stole a game a couple, uh, was it last week, week before? Uh, they stole a game from somebody uh, late Texans. That's what it was. They was in a dogfight, and they wind up stealing that game from them. I'm looking at the Dolphins' schedule, and this is why, like, if, if you just look in the recent past, they lose by a field goal to the Jags. They lose by two points to the Falcons. They, they've, they've hung in there. They beat the Texans, and now they beat the Ravens. They're coming around. John Harbaugh, Ravens head coach, on the loss. Uh, bottom line is this, uh, this falls squarely on, on me as a head coach. We were not prepared the way we need to be prepared. Our schemes weren't up to snuff. Uh, and we weren't uh, we weren't prepared to execute the way we needed to. So that's it. Not on one player. Our players played their hearts out. They worked hard all week. They did everything they could to be prepared, and uh, and we just weren't ready. That's on me. No, and Miami has a good defense in particular. Their secondary plays extremely well. Tough matchup for them. They didn't protect him at all up front. He was being harassed and getting off the mark literally every single time he dropped back. The Dolphins was in his backfield around harassing him. So I could clearly see where. He played, had a basic pedestrian game when you think about it. Um, but they still had a chance to win. They still had a chance. Even though they played as horrible as they did, they just couldn't get anything going on offense. It was good to see Rashad Bateman came to the party, played a little bit there. Uh, so you kind of see what you can get for the future from him from the receiver position. 
I just think that the, the Baltimore Ravens are asking Lamar Jackson to do an awful lot. Now, I've said before, Max, that's okay because he can handle it. But last night, he couldn't. Especially as uh, Dominic Foxworth pointed out, injuries on the offensive line. And Adam Schefter, Shefty tweeted this, Key, Lamar Jackson faced the most defensive back blitzes, 24, of any quarterback since 2015 during a game in which the Ravens were held to their fewest points in a regular season game, right? So he's so you're having offensive line problems. Uh, again, it's a short week. The, the Dolphins are a little slept on, a little sneaky better than, they, than they're kind of giving credit for right now. Last year they had a good defense. And then they're, they're sending these defensive back blitzes at, 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 at Lamar. I, I'm just saying, when we were making our bets yesterday, I didn't pick the Dolphins to win, but I thought they would cover the spread. I thought this was going to be a close, ugly game. Yeah, I didn't think. I thought they would get. I just thought they would run away with it. Yeah, I, I did. I did. really did. But uh, it didn't happen that way. And when you talk about bringing extra heat from the secondary, that sort of stuff is adjustments that need to be made from an offensive standpoint. And that's why Coach Harbaugh in that clip right there talked about they didn't prepare them nearly enough to have the success because when they realized that that offensive line couldn't protect, they just started bringing corner cats, free safety blitz, strong safety blitz, that was it. twists and stunts, and that was all you could do. We're asking at Key J and Max, Lamar Jackson stumbled on Thursday Night Football, so right now he's not the MVP, not at this moment. Who will be the MVP favorite after Week 10? They, they, they jump first. They get the first game. Now, now we're going to see Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, Kyler Murray, who's going to be the MVP favorite after Week 10? Be a part of KJM Nation on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed or call in line 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. College football's back, so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. All right, so this is crazy because we just saw a game, a shocking result, the whole thing, but the stuff that kind of turns fans on right now, I know for me, I'm like, ooh, look at that. Crazy day of news in the NFL before Thursday night football. We can't even get, I mean, we, we got to get uh, to Odell and everything, but Cam Newton signed a deal to return to the Panthers, and then this happened. Breaking news from the NFL, wideout Odell Beckham Jr. agrees to sign with the Los Angeles Rams. They're going all in right now. I think you're going to get the best version of OBJ. Odell Beckham Jr. had his choice of basically any team except the Bucks, apparently, and he wanted to go to. They would have took you for free. Maybe, I guess. <laughs> I mean, and everyone's looking at the Packers, Chiefs, and Saints because that's what was reported. But, Key, you had an idea for Arizona. I thought that was very interesting. And my original team, before I started hearing mm, it may not be a fit for him in terms of the quarterback and coach, I don't know. My original thought was the Rams make the most sense. He signed with L.A. Yeah, when, I, when, when, when all this started happening prior to his release from Cleveland, just through conversation, the first thing I started thinking is the Rams. I'm like, the Rams make a lot of sense. It's L.A. This is where he wants to be. He wants to be in the big lights. It's an indoor stadium. They got good quarterbacking, got young receivers. They got one of the best. They got one of the best wide receiver coaches in all of football in Eric Yarbrough. So it's kind of like, okay, all this makes a whole lot of sense. And then it was like, well, I'm not really sure because I'm not really hearing anything 
I'm more here in Green Bay and I'm here in Kansas City. I'm here in New Orleans because New Orleans tried to get that taken care of before the trade deadline. But also New Orleans is not in position from a quarterback standpoint. And then I started hearing uh, two days ago, well, the Rams might be back in play. They never really was out of play, but it wasn't strong enough because I felt like he wanted to play with Aaron Rodgers. And then I started thinking about geographically, why would you want to be in Green Bay when you could be in L.A. or Arizona that is great weather LA. in a dome? It's basically L.A. You're still 45 minutes from each other. And then it just was like, I think you're going to go to the Rams. And so then after some communication with a few folks, it was like, I think I think it's going to be the Rams. I think it's going to be the Rams. I think it's going to be the Rams. And then fail, bam, it's the Rams. You know, the Rams make so much sense for a lot. First of all, they have a real good quarterback. Yeah. They have a really good coach. Yep. You mentioned the receivers coach. They have a scheme that works on offense. Yep. They are in a position to challenge for a Super Bowl. He has a place in L.A. Like, it, it makes a ton of sense. However, when I look at Tom Brady choosing – and by the way, if I was Odell, I'd have picked the Rams. It, it, but when I look, Except for maybe Arizona I thought was a really good idea. When, when, when I look at Tom Brady, where is he going to go? Where is he going to go? He made a pure football choice. Now, the fact that the weather's great, bonus. But it was a choice when you, when you heard. He's like, ooh, this dude is not playing games. He's trying to win the Super Bowl, right? This was an excellent choice. To me, a pure football choice would have been Green Bay or Arizona. That would have been pure football because both those teams, you put Odell on them and you go, oh, okay. But see, I don't know, but, but see, I don't know that Odell... I don't know that Odell doesn't make the Rams favorite Super Bowl favorite. I don't know that. A healthy Odell. I agree. A healthy Odell, because when you could score a lot of points, like when you go back to the greatest show on turf, they couldn't stop a nosebleed on defense. But they could score with Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt and Haz Hakeem and Ricky Pro and Kurt Warner and Marshall Falk. They could score. So they're going to outscore you. I, I, I look at this as... Three things for Odell. You get to rebuild your reputation on the field. You get to be in a great situation in a great city. No doubt. And you got a hell of a quarterback that you know one target isn't going to come your way. You're going to have multiple targets in the game. And you have an offensive coordinator that has a system in Sean McVay, but he knows how to deviate away from the system, which means putting you in the right position to make plays, whether it's Cooper Cup, whether it's Van Jefferson, whether it's Robert Woods, whether it's Higby the tight end, or, <laughs> or, or at the time when Deshaun Jackson was there. Deshaun Jackson's departure wasn't a departure that he was a, a, a guy who couldn't play anymore. He just didn't want to be in that role in which he was uh, de- delegated to, which is basically we're going to throw you a bomb once every game. And he just he was like, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to have an opportunity to contribute at a high level. Skill set wise, OBJ isn't there yet. LaShawn was at the end of his career. OBJ is just in the middle of his. So if he stays healthy, the Rams got a potent 3-4 wide receiver attack. Oof. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance All Guests in the Goodyear Hotline. Much more on Odell Beckham Jr. and a team that may be stuck in neutral. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Sirius XM Channel 80, your smart speakers. Wherever you download your podcasts. Key, what, what, what do you got going on? When? I don't know. What were you doing last night? What do you got going on this weekend? This weekend? I'm trying to, I'm trying to plug something for you. Well, um, this weekend. What's, what's, what's on tonight at 11 Oh, p.m.? tonight, HBO. Uh, Can lead a horse to water, boy. <laughs> Can't make him drink. I, don't, I mean, you're still talking about what I got going on this I weekend. I said, what I'm you like, got going on tonight? You, you know, what's going on? tonight. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, I shot a, uh, Bob Costas episode on his show yesterday. It was pretty cool. Yeah, man. Bob so it's, uh, I think it airs tonight, 11 Eastern time. Mm-hmm. On oh. HBO. Bob Costas on HBO, 11 p.m. Eastern. Key will yeah, be on. Yeah, it'll be fun. Jerry Jones, myself, oh. Bamani. Oh. Um, yeah, so it was pretty cool. Back on the record with Bob Costas, Key, Sean Johnson, 11 p.m. tonight, HBO. All right, it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. The Panthers are bringing back Cam Newton, in case you've been living under a rock for the last, what is it, almost 24 hours, 18 hours. When Matt Rule took over, he and owner David Tepper decided to move on from the 2015 MVP. And I thought that was uh, kind of gutsy of Tepper. I respected it. He comes in, he's like, we're going to the playoffs every other year. We got a good coach, good quarterback. I think we could do better. Careful, because a lot of people would love to be where the Panthers were. But okay, you're like, I want better. So now a couple of years later, you've gotten worse, and now you're bringing the quarterback back. What happened? Here is head coach Matt Rule. We weren't sure what his health was. We had to make kind of a decision at the time. Cam, Cam understands that. I mean, he, he, he understands that uh, these, these are football decisions and football-based, you know, evaluations that you have to make. You know, at the time, we weren't sure if he's healthy. Well, he's healthy now. I think anytime you look back on things, you know, you always say, I wish I'd have done this a little differently. You know, I think everyone has that. But there was nothing but, uh, there was nothing but, uh, but good feelings in that conversation. This is the most disciplined move right now to give us a chance to win. That's why we made the decision. I love it. I get him some whipped cream with that pie because it's humble as hell. When you recognize that you made a decision that probably wasn't the best to sound decision at the time, you rush to judgment rather than really dive into it, understand it. And you had all the medical history. There's no question about it. Like, so, so here, let's just do, let's play a game, not even a game. Let's just have a conversation for a minute, Max. What if Cam Newton is re-signed? With them, they don't release him. They go to him and they tell him, we don't want to give you this $25 million you're on the books for. Let's figure it out long term. And now, all of a sudden, he's still there last year instead of in New England. He doesn't contract COVID because he's in Carolina. Opposed he knows to, the offense. Yeah, he knows. Well, he wouldn't have known the offense. Right, he'd have to learn. He'd have to yeah. learn the offense, but that's fine. But 
He wouldn't have contracted COVID, nothing like that, because he would have been in that area instead of wherever the hell he like, got it from. Say, let's let's say, just yeah. say that. And now you're in your second year in the offense. Instead of having to learn it all over again or learn it now, you would have learned it a year ago, and you'd be on schedule this year, especially how they started out on a positive note with Sam Darnold. And then maybe if he's there – Maybe Kristen McCaffrey doesn't get hurt. I mean, you see what I'm saying? This is like you look at all of those sort of scenarios, but at least this time around they got it right. They recognize that he still had some ability, and that's a good thing. But, you know, when they moved on from him, what that makes very clear is it's not that we didn't think Cam was good. It's that he was injured, yeah. right? And then who was the quarterback who was having some well, success? Well, it, it was injured plus 20, 20, about $25 million, I think he yeah. was due. But who was the quarterback now? The, the backup Kyle who's Allen. Having, uh, uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle Allen. Right, he had a so, cup of coffee. But I wonder if they were looking at that and they were thinking, eh, "We can approximate Cam for not very much money." And Cam is hurt now, and he's a big physical quarterback. He's taking a lot of hits. But looking back at it, look, it, just picture this: Cam never left. Let's just pretend for a yeah, second. Cam never, never left. left. But forget about what would have been the last couple of years. What would you be thinking about the Panthers now? You would think, okay, Cam came off a catastrophic injury, got a season under his belt. Now he has the best receiving core he's ever had in his D- career. D- D- DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. In his career, because they didn't have anything in, in yeah. New England, right? Yeah. When he was so in his career, and if McCaffrey best. can stay healthy, he has the running game that he never had when he was at his best to go with receivers. He had it one well, year. No, he had a good he had a good running game with Jonathan Stewart and D'Angelo Williams. That, yeah, was, a, but that was a one two punch. It was, it was but powerful. The, that wasn't the best version of the Panthers. Like when they were in their Super Bowl challenging days. No, that was the, that was when they were went, went to the Super Bowl, that was Jonathan Stewart and D'Angelo Williams in twenty fifteen. They he had I have a good to go. I, he now, had a now good, I'm not remembering. He had a good running game, Max. What he hasn't had is a dual threat like a McCaffrey. I remember him being his own best back and his best receiver being his tight end. That's like my no. memory of Cam from those days was he's the running game and his tight end is the receiving game. And, and they had Tober, Mike Tobert, not D'Angelo and Jonathan yeah. Stewart. Yeah, yeah. Tober was more like a fullback type. Yeah. Yeah, right. At, because it's easy to confuse because he was there so long. Yeah. But but and so people are like, no, he had this guy. He had that guy. Ho ho. When the team was good, he really didn't have a receiving core. He really didn't no, have he a was great back. Around with like Devin Funches and, yeah, and Kelvin Benjamin. Everyone's like, oh look, they're big. They can, yeah, but they, they can't run routes. They can't do this. They, <laughs> they big. Just go down there and stand up. <laughs> but but key, I'm just saying, like to your point about imagine he never left and how it would have yeah. played out. But now just, he's back. This is what he's got now. He's healthy now, like they said. He's over the COVID situation. He goes in there. He's smart enough to pick up a system. So he's going to pick up the system. All of the, well, you know, he's a learning curve. It's slow to process, whatever. All quarterbacks are smart picking up systems. If you're any good in football, you know how to pick up a system. And on top of that, he's in a comfort zone in an area. He didn't leave the Carolina Panthers with any negative vibes or feelings. He understood why they moved on from him. Because most times when quarterbacks are, are staples of an organization, the only time they're going to move on from you is if you are hurt. Because think about it. If you can still play and they think you can play, they're going to keep you around. Ben Roethlisberger-like. That number was so big they couldn't justify making that type of money, I mean, paying him that type of money, not knowing what his injury was going to be. And they had to get prepared for the season. So they had a 
a, a, a clock they were up against. And that's what they said. Okay, what do we do? Do we get a new quarterback? Do we pay him this money? Or do we move on? That's Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. And maybe Cam brings a little of that Bill Belichick. He might have picked up a little Belichick in the year he was up there. <laughs> Who has the most pressure in Los Angeles? McVay, Stafford, or OBJ? We'll play zero to the max. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. All right. You heard the voice of God. We're playing Zero to the Max here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Just me and Key hanging out today. Usually, this is a panic meter. Are you zero, 50, or all the way to the max panic? But right now, it's a pressure meter. What's the pressure on the following NFL coaches and players? Evan, what we got? Yeah, let's start with Matt Rule. Key, where's the pressure on Matt Rule? Zero, 50, or to the max? I would say a zero. Uh, there's no pressure on Matt Rule, new head coach with a very, very extensive contract. He's just learning the NFL game. He's trying to get it together. There are no major college football openings that I believe Matt Rule will be targeting if he even thought about going back to college. LSU's not going to hire him. I don't think the University of Southern California is zeroing in on him to hire what other two opportunities that are there that could rival or equal the NFL job. There aren't any. I would say it's 50. I might even go to the max, but the reason I'm going to go to 50 pressure is because, look, they have a tough schedule coming up. We're midseason. They're switching quarterbacks, blah, blah, blah. But just remember, Ron Rivera and Cam Newton, every other year more or less they made the playoffs, and sometimes they go on a run. So you want to make something better? Fine. But now you got the same guy at quarterback. So we saw what Ron Rivera did. They were competitive. They won games. Matt Rule can't go lay an egg right now. They can't lose most of their games coming up to me. How about Sam Darnold? Where's the pressure on him? Zero fifty to the max. He- I think it's to the max. This is this is pressure because here's the story out of it's the same story that was out of New York. All right, he was a number two, number four overall pick. Then he gets injured, banged up, can't stay healthy. This is the same sort of situation that we see in, seeing in Carolina. This is the sort of thing that will make a guy a backup, a lifetime backup, is because you've getting two opportunities to be starting quarterbacks and you just can't finish the deal. Yeah, I think it's to the max, too. I think Sam Darnold, like in Major League Baseball, 
there are guys who aren't quite good enough to be really good major leaguers, but they could be stars in, say, Japan, which is the second-best league in the world, right? If there was the equivalent of that league kind of close to the NFL, Sam Darnold might be an all-pro type or a Pro Bowl type quarterback. But in the NFL, he just not doesn't do any one thing, even though he does a lot of things, but nothing quite good enough. He's got to show he is a starter. Already it looks to me like he's not. They had that league. It was the XFL. P.J. Walker, who starts for the That's Panthers right. this week, shined in it. Yeah, he was a big deal in the XFL. And in the NFL, he's a backup. Sam Darnold, sad it wasn't the Jets' fault. <laughs> Cam Newton, where's the pressure? Zero fifty to the max. Zero pressure on Cam Newton. Uh, he's coming into a team and a new system and a new situation. Look, uh, the only thing he's there for is to show that he can still play and stay healthy so his future can be bright for the next several years, hopefully with the Carolina Panthers and he doesn't have to move again. But there's no pressure. I mean, they've got the Arizona Cardinals this week. They probably won't win that football game, so therefore they won't have a real shot at being the six or the seven seed and making the playoffs. So there's zero pressure that Cam other than just staying healthy. See, I'm on the other side of this. I think, Key, you're falling for, for it's not the okie doke, but I think it's to the max, and I'll tell you why. Think of how we thought about Cam Newton pre-injury, especially the way he was playing with Norv Turner as his OC. He was looking good. They were like six and two, something like that, when he got hurt. Cam Newton is a franchise quarterback star. But not anymore. Now it's like, well, if he can just hang. But I'm sure he doesn't look at himself like I'm just a guy. Like I'm just wanting, oh, trying absolutely to. absolutely not. So, so to me, Cam's got a chance here to show, man, y'all should have never let me go because of the injury. I think well, there's pressure. Yeah, but see, I don't think that there's pressure on him. I think the zero part for me is he's walking to a situation that's extremely new. This isn't Ron Rivera's offense, yeah. new coaching staff. He's got to learn things all over again. So it's going to take him some time. What he has to show the Carolina Panthers is that he's healthy and can play however many games is left that he'll get an opportunity to play. All right, Evan, he talked me down to a 50. I'm at a 50. All right, e- off the ledge. E- either way, the Panthers are hoping Cam Newton can get in the zone. And get in the zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Baker Mayfield, 0-50 to the max. Where's the pressure key? I- I'd say his is-, is at about a max, right? Because what just happened is he went out there, he won a game with OBJ not in the lineup, and now OBJ has a team called the Los Angeles Rams. But also, this is going to be interesting. When he goes to Foxborough and he plays against the New England Patriots, and I don't know if Nick Chubb is going to be in the lineup or not, let's assume he's not going to be in the lineup. That's a lot of pressure for Baker Mayfield to have to deliver on the road in Foxborough with money on the line. Oh, to the max, no doubt. We are watching Baker and Odell now. Like we're watching Belichick and Brady. All right. Okay, it didn't work out with you two, right? But whose fault was it? And who is the winner? Who is the baller? Okay, Baker, your team is banged up. We get it. But you got an excellent roster. Odell's gone. Time the ball. Brian Gunkunz couldn't deliver Odell Beckham Jr. for Aaron Rodgers. So where's the pressure now? 0-50 to the max for the Packers GM. Max, oh, key, go. No, it's a zero. I mean, there's no pressure there because... OBJ decided that the region that L.A. is in versus the region that Green Bay is in is better suit to fit him, and that's what he wanted to do. There's no pressure on, on Brian Gutekinds as far as that goes. I don't believe it is. Maybe you guys do. No, I, I'm, I'm with Key. Zero, you can't move the Pacific Ocean. And also, Gutekunst can look at Rodgers and go, hey, Aaron, look at the roster top to bottom. You know, I gave you, I gave you what you lo- – most players in the league would love to play on this roster – 
even without the quarterback, yeah, you got enough to win. And, and, and it's up to Aaron Rodgers to seal that deal, close that deal. It's the players, when you are recruiting, the players aren't going there because of the general manager. They're going there because the other players are yeah, recruiting. That's a good point, too. It's like, ah, Gutenkunst really had a good – no, it's Rodgers. Let me change the question then. Yeah. Zero fifty to the max. Where's the pressure right now on Aaron Rodgers? Mm, that is a good question. Well, the pressure on Aaron Rodgers is still at the max level that it, it always has been since the offseason – has nothing to do with OBJ. It's it's the fact that you created a circus act or a lot of drama around things. And then over the last couple of weeks, the whole COVID situation. And so people want you to erase that. And the only way you're going to erase that is by going to the Super Bowl. To the max. The reigning MVP who lost to Tom Brady in the NFC Championship game the first year Brady was in the conference, right? At, didn't get vaccinated, misled people, the whole thing. Mad that they drafted his his replacement. Everything. It's to the max and, and, and is still balling to the max. All right. Odell Beckham Jr. now. In L.A., where's the pressure on him? Zero fifty to the max. I'd say the pressure is probably 50 on OBJ, not max, not zero. 50 because he wanted out of Cleveland. He wanted to get to a situation where he could thrive in. He landed in Los Angeles with Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay and the cast of characters on the offensive side of the ball that will certainly allow him to get back to his winning ways, That the, the way that he was winning big in New York with the Giants catching footballs on Monday night with one hand and do it became OBJ. He can do that same sort of thing in Los Angeles. The stars are aligned for him to do that. You know the first time he steps on the field, the people in L.A. are going to go crazy. It's his for the taking. I'm going to go all the way to the max on OBJ because he, I agree, I think you're right. Like, if OBJ winds up four catches for X number of yards, it's not crazy, but he fits in, he does what he's supposed to do, and they win, that's good. But my point is, he can't, they can't get worse. Like, they absolutely must be at least as good as they were before he got there. He's And, and, and really, he's got to play well. So I'm going to go to the max on Odell in a glamour market, on a glamour team, yeah. all that. I'm going to combine the, the last two here. Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay. Where is the pressure? Zero fifty to the max on both of them. It's max on both of them, but for different reasons. Sean McVay, let's start there as a head coach. He didn't like having Jared Goff at his, at his quarterback, so he made a decision to help uh, uh, give up the farm with less need to go get a guy like Matthew Stafford that could push him over the hump because they didn't get there. They got to the Super Bowl but couldn't win it with Jared Goff. So now, all of a sudden, you go out and you get Von Miller. Now you just sign OBJ. It's like, okay, we've given you everything to win a Super Bowl, so that pressure is big. And then on Matthew Stafford's side, the excuses was always made by many people that he didn't get enough he didn't get enough done in Detroit because they didn't surround him with any talent. Mind you, he had a Hall of Fame wide receiver in Calvin Johnson, but he's 0-3 lifetime in the playoffs, so that pressure on Matthew Stafford is immense. Uh, it's, a, it's to the max on both for the reasons Key said. I just want to home in on Matthew Stafford. There are quarterbacks who are facing more pressure or players in the regular season. Once the playoffs start, there will be very few players who ever lived facing more pressure than Matt Stafford in that first playoff game. You're going to be playing a good team that has, let's say, a 40% chance to beat you, right? Even if you're the favorite. If you lose that game, oh, it's like Stafford's whole legacy is on the line. Was it the Lions just being bad, or was it you, brother, who couldn't win in the playoffs? Oh, is there pressure on Stafford? Help, help, me, help me here, Evan, in my brain. Uh, Jared Goff, whenever he's gone to the playoffs, he's at least gone to the divisional round, right? 
I mean, he's at least one. Well, you know what? Dan Graziano might know. Yeah, Dan. The first time, right? Was it the they lose to Atlanta or somebody? But was that the divisional round? Mm-hmm. He advanced a lot. It seemed like he advanced yeah, I mean, a lot, they, whatever, they, they three fine. years or whatever. Yeah, they did fine. Went to the Super Bowl once. Yeah, I, I think, look. They have to win the Super. And they have to win the Super Bowl. I mean, like this is or it. at least like, get there. Yeah, they have to win the Super. I mean, they got there. Like McVeigh is not going to be happy getting there again and losing. So look, this is this is a team built to win the biggest of games. Every game it plays. Like this yeah. is not. This is how how high level can we get at how many different spots? Yeah, Van Jefferson's a nice player. He's a second year player. Eventually, someday he may be real good. But Odell Beckham can do a lot more for us right yeah. now. Yeah. What so, real quick? Um. So Jared Goff, I'm looking now, was w- lost in the wild card round um, in 2017 to Atlanta. To Atlanta. That was right. Then went on a Super Bowl run, but actually they got knocked out in the first round last year. Was so, it the first round they got knocked out? Oh, like Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Was it so Seattle? We're, what we're, no, what we're impressed oh. by. Was it Seattle? What we're in, they beat Seattle. Uh, hold on. It's, there, no, he's, they, his, his record is 0-1 as a starter. In the playoffs, who did oh, they play he last year? Oh, he didn't. He play. didn't start. He didn't start. Wolford started. That's yeah, right. he, but they, no, he didn't start. He came in and replaced Wolford. Right. That's what it was. That's so right. the but the point is still the same. You got to a Super Bowl with yeah. Goff, and now you thought because it was the lowest scoring Super Bowl of all time. Mm-hmm. Let me get someone to get over the hump. So you traded Goff, a first round number mm-hmm. one overall pick, along with two firsts and a third for this dude. It's a lot. It's big. I mean, think and, and they trade a couple high picks for Von Miller. Like this Odell Beckham deal is great for them. They don't have to give up any picks. Yeah, they're pushing all their chips to the table. But I know what you're saying, Dan. Win the Super Bowl. I, I mean, I, I, I guess, but it's so hard to win it. Sure. I would just be I, I, satisfied yeah. as a as a fan for now. Them getting there because right. that's a step. I you know, but I but no, I totally agree yeah, with you. This is not a one it. and done thing for Stafford with LA. That's I know, a good I point. I get it. No, yeah. I get what you're saying. For sure, right. they need to win it. The pressure, it seems to me, on Stafford and McVeigh is to win a Super Bowl yeah. in LA with the Rams. It doesn't have to be this year, but it'd be a pretty good idea to get it done this year, right? Yeah. I mean, they're trying to follow what uh, Tampa Bay did last year, right? When they when they brought in all these guys that had big names and. And they cashed it in, but obviously nobody's doubting Tom Brady's credentials and ability to pull that off. We're still we still don't know it about Stafford. Yeah, and and they could match Tampa Bay with playing in SoFi because Tampa Bay played in Randy yeah. James. Now it'll be like an every year thing. Dan Graziano, year after that, with the Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. New Orleans, no Arizona, the the big toaster. They're pretty good. Real real quick, if you had to rank McVeigh, Stafford, OBJ in terms of pressure right now, what would it be? Who's one, two, and three? I think that's it. I think I think it's McVeigh. I mean, because you know he's he's been to the game already. He's already like he's in charge of a lot of this, like making it all work. And then and then Stafford for the reasons you mentioned that people still talk about what he did in Detroit. No, I mean Odell's under a lot of pressure to show he can still be that guy. And and then he's going to be a free agent. He's going to want to make some money somewhere. So yeah, I mean it, it's it, it, they're all pretty up, pretty high up. But I would rank them in that same order. So funny though, because as, as I'm listening to Dan talk about the pressure on McVeigh my light went off in my head of the offensive innovator guru coaches. Yeah. They've all got there and they've lost the Kyle Shanahan's, the McVeigh's. Matt LaFleur hasn't gotten there yet. He got right. the NFC championship Close, game yeah. twice. But it's like to a defensive all, guru all named those, Bill Belichick. All those dudes lose to the old heads. The old heads beat them all yeah. and you know the young guys can't seem to get out the way. Yeah, I well well that's true. I would say Stafford's facing more than anyone 
because his whole, the difference between McVay and Stafford is McVay is known as an offensive innovator. He's been to the Super Bowl, the whole mm-hmm. thing. Stafford's entire legacy, he was the first pick. He has yeah. great talent. Yes. He, he's, by the way, he's also kind of the Damian Lillard of the NFL, fourth quarter comebacks constantly, right? Mm-hmm. But not on a good enough team. But he's 0-3 in the playoffs. Yep. If this dude loses his first playoff game, oh, Oh, we're going to have a yeah. field day with that. And that's Absolutely. the other thing, right? I mean, only one bye. Right now, they're not in first place in their division, right? Yeah, their first Arizona. playoff game right now would be a road game. You know, so, yeah, it, it's, not, it's not a sure thing. But they are, I mean, they're built like a team that is determined to win the Super Bowl or bust. What are, what are the Carolina Panthers thinking, Dan? They went and got somebody that they danced down the aisle with before in yeah. Cam Newton. What are they thinking? Well, Darnold got hurt. Mm -hmm. They obviously aren't going to trust it to P.J. Walker. They put Darnold in there last week with a bad shoulder after a week where he really didn't practice rather than play P.J. Walker. So they don't have faith in him to get it done. They're they're thinking, what are they, four – Four and five, they're they're right there in yeah. that in that yeah, four kind and of five. Mix. Yeah, so they're, they're in a nine, at, ten spot yeah. right now. So they're like, oh, can we get the seventh spot? And the answer they feel is yes, because we have a good enough defense. We have some good players on offense, and if we get good quarterback play, McCaffrey's maybe getting we've got healthy. A shot, right? Exactly. So the thought is, well, who's out there? Well, th- th- who's out there who has experience playing? And this is the answer, and they were able to bring him in. Uh, so we will see. Walker's going to start this week's game and possibly even next week, Rule said. But if it's a $4.5 million guarantee for Cam Newton, he's going to play as so soon as that, possible. That's more money than New England gave him. Yeah, so I think Carolina's in a situation where they have no idea what they have at quarterback for the long term. They don't know what their answer is. They're currently paying four guys, if you count Walker, right? Because they're still paying Teddy Bridgewater. they got to pay Darnold almost $19 million next year, fully guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And now you have Cam. So you have all this money spent on quarterback. You still don't know who your 2022 starter is going to be. So they're kind of flailing at the position. Uh, and they, you know, it's a neat story with Cam being back there, and maybe he does well. But um, it's certainly not – it wasn't plan A, B, or C. Did Matt Rule – Bite off more than he can chew by jumping from Baylor to the NFL? Well, I mean, if he never figures out quarterback, then I think we're going to be able to say that because so much rides on that. And they know it. And that's why they were in the Deshaun Watson talks early in the offseason. And that's why they traded a high pick to get Sam Darnold, right? And that's why they just gave – I mean, because they know they have to get that position right. And they'll be focused on that going into the offseason, uh, you know, they, they have the, his first draft, Rules' first draft, they drafted all defensive players. Yeah. And they have a good defense. So, I mean, th- there is some building going on there, but I think they know they can't cash it in until they figure out the quarterback. Um, Lamar Jackson was yeah. my MVP by a hair didn't have a before night. Thursday night football. Yeah. Although, Dan, to tell you through Thursday night football, I, a lot of times, okay, fine. Like, yeah. banged up, you have problems on the offensive line, and short week, and, you know, all this. Plus, it's a homecoming for Lamar Jackson. I'm not that surprised, to tell you the truth by it. It was hot, huh? But yeah. it does point out that when he is not, the league MVP, it's difficult for these guys to win. Like, he's got to be Superman. Yes, especially their defense is as bad as we've seen it in a while, and they give up a ton of big plays. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you, right? They played overtime Sunday. Their offense was on the field for 89 plays on Sunday. 
Like, I could see them showing up on Thursday night and being a little gassed, and especially it's hot and humid. I, I, I think we can chalk up the offensive performance last night. To me, their defensive performance yeah. is what's at issue, and I'm not sure the Cavalry's coming there, right? Like, I mean, Marcus Peters is not coming back. Like, they, they, they've suffered a lot of losses on that side of the ball in recent years, um, and, and I don't think they're going to get much healthier than they are right now. So, uh, Max, you and I are in the Lamar fan club. We, we know that. It's just trying to convince Key this guy is good. Last night, <laughs> last night doesn't help. And, uh, and yeah, they, Dolphins were able to confuse him with, uh, yeah. with everything they did on defense. So good for the Dolphins. And uh, the thing about the Ravens, though, is I have faith in the coaching staff yeah. uh, that they'll figure it out. They'll learn good from organization. what last night. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just think when you say they played overtime, right, all the 80-plus plays, I think key about, about a defensive player, right? Getting out of bed on a Tuesday after a Sunday game where you play overtime. On a Tuesday, it's like, oh, this is, this is not fun. you got to play the day after tomorrow? Yeah. So you got to play a game the day after tomorrow? See, I, I'm the wrong person to ask because it never – I just – Playing football, yeah, and in 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 most of the time on short weeks, you're not practicing like that. It's walkthroughs. Right. It's all mental reps. So your body is kind of coming back to the norm. I think that they just had a good game plan in Miami, and Baltimore was not ready for it. Oh man, they I just look ready for it. I just uh, like I I know, I, you know, Dan. I know football players throughout our lives, right? The thought of the way it's described on a not on a Monday on a Tuesday, getting out of bed. I'm like, hold up. You have a game on a Thursday. Yeah, and, and, and you got to fly on a Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, and you're on the road. Oh, I mean, there are schedule losses. And and I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I think Lamar is going to be fine. The rest Bad of the hotels team will see. With flower blankets. We're asking on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, who's going to be the MVP favorite after week 10 with Lamar now leaving that open. He just took a step back. It's wide open. Who's your pick, Dan, real quick? Who will be the favorite after this week? We have 10 seconds. Stafford. Stafford. What OBJ is going to L.A. is going to mean for Aaron Rodgers' future in Green Bay. That's Mac. next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.